Hey everyone, real quick before we get to today's interview, I wanted to let you know that Tile Money in combination with Tile Nation will have its own booth. Yes, we will have our own booth this year at the International Surfaces event. That is happening February 1st through the 3rd in Las Vegas, Nevada. We will also have a networking event later uh, on the 1st at the House of Blues. We're going to have a happy hour on the 2nd inside the trade show. You do not want to miss this Tice. Come to Tice this coming February and make sure to swing by our booth. You can watch live podcasts being recorded with the Tile Nation crew as well as Tile Money. Uh, You can join us for cocktails that night, February 1st at House of Blues. And we're going to have some great networking and lots of food. Email me, luke at tilemoney.com if you want to let me know you're coming so that I can reserve your spot at the House of Blues. This is going to be a blast. I hope to see you at Tice in Las Vegas, Nevada, February 1st through the 3rd. Email me, luke at tilemoney.com. of the Tile Money Podcast. My name is Luke Miller, your host, and my mission with this podcast is to strengthen the tile industry. I believe we are doing this uh, consistently with our discussions and education designed for contractors by contractors. This platform is assisting tile contractors around the world to build sustainable, profitable businesses. The result? A stronger industry from the installer up. Today, we've got another great discussion lined up for you. I have the tile coach, Isaac Ostrom, and we talked about his business. We talked about uh, YouTube. We talked about uh, a a mud challenge that is going down with him and Joe Lima. Before we get to that discussion, though, I do want to thank the sponsors of the show. These sponsors keep the lights on. These sponsors believe in tile money. They believe in you. They want to help you grow stronger businesses. The National Tile Contractors Association is one of our great sponsors. The NTCA can be your most valuable resource as a tiler. It is the oldest and the largest association for tile contractors. They can answer any questions you have, whether you're out in the field looking for solutions to a problem you have, or you want an introduction to an expert in a specific field of tile. Whatever the case might be, the NTCA has your back. The members of the NTCA are some of the most profitable and professional tile contractors I know. Full stop. Ladycree International is another sponsor of ours. Ladycree is one of the leading innovators in the tile installation materials world. They are literally credited with inventing Thinset and winning that World Trade Center contract by providing that lightweight solution to build the world's tallest buildings at the time. Super cool story. They are still a a private, family-run company with family values that you can feel. Whether you're talking to the reps all the way up to the family members that you will meet at trade shows that are still working in the business. Ladacrete provides everything you need to install tile from the waterproofing to the grout and silicone. It is a one-stop manufacturer. GoBoard. GoBoard is an innovative tile backer board manufactured by Johns Manville. Discover the possibilities with this easy-to-cut and handle uh, waterproof, lightweight product. You can carry a bunch of boards in one trip. You can seal the joints and fastener penetrations using GoBoard Pro Sealant to achieve ANSI A118.1 compliant installations. GoBoard Pro Sealant is now available in the 20 ounce sausage packs. Ask your distributor to bring them in. Bring those sausages. Give me some sausage packs, guys. 
Learn more at jm.com slash goboard and happytileguy.com. I am a part owner in happytileguy.com. That is where tile contractors are getting professional websites, fully search engine optimized for lead generation. And uh, that is your online hub for your business. All right, let's get to the podcast. I know you're going to enjoy this one with Isaac. I, I, he has some very uh, interesting things to say, a little bit of background on him and why he started and how he started his YouTube channel and grew it so quickly. I know you're going to benefit from it. Today, we've got Isaac O, Isaac Ostrom, and uh, he is the tile coach uh, on YouTube. You have a, a, um, a growing YouTube channel. What are you, what are you at, about 150,000 subscribers? Yeah, yeah, we're getting close to that. I think uh, one... Yeah, right around there. I don't know exactly, 147-ish. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, great, great. So we're going to talk about uh, YouTube. We're going to talk about Facebook. We're going to talk about – what's up, Richard? Good to see you, brother. We're going to talk about the tile community at large. We're going to talk about uh, mud. You, you've re- you know, you're a California contractor, a C54 contractor, so – you, you know how to, uh, to work and manipulate mud, and uh, recently you've uh, volunteered yourself or challenged another California uh, mud master, Joe Lima. So we're going to talk about that and discuss kind of how that came about. And, uh-huh. and uh, we're also uh, one more subject, but we'll, we'll wait on that one. That'll be a secret subject. <laughs> now, we're, we're <laughs> essentially going to talk about kind of, you know, what – the future has in store for tile coach and kind of some fun things you have coming up. So, um, thanks first of all for, for being here, Isaac, thanks for being on the tile money podcast again. This is the second time for you. Yeah, you're welcome, Luke. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I love your platform as you know, on, you know, some of my videos and my live streams, I often refer um, questions that people have about the business part of tile. I refer them to your channel and your podcast because you know, that's what you specialize in. And, uh, you know, you're doing a great service for the tile uh, contractors. And that's really my my main focus is focusing on tile installers themselves, not necessarily any organizations or manufacturers. So I really appreciate what you're doing uh, for the industry. And I'm glad to be here. Absolutely, man. And I appreciate the shout out and the, and the reference when it's appropriate. Thank you, Isaac. Uh-huh. Um, and, and you shared, you know, for, for those of you watching and, and maybe listening to this and haven't heard the original interview I did with Isaac, uh, probably, uh, over two years ago now, um, that would be an excellent interview and I'll, I'll have to dig up the, uh, the, the link for that, for people to watch that because you shared a lot about your business. Uh, we're not going to go into some of those, um, essentials or, you know, today, but maybe you can give us an overview of, uh, who you are and as a tile contractor, you know, how long you've been a contractor and what your business looks and operates like today. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that opportunity. It's interesting because when, uh, I went on, uh, you, you referenced the, the mud group, the Facebook group that I went on and it, you know, the way that came up was I was linking some, uh, marketing stuff from my website to, to Facebook to do some ads. And so I had to open up my Facebook, which, you know, I'm not big on Facebook, but I opened it up and I hadn't been on there in a couple of years. And, and the first thing that I saw was one of Joe Lima's post about, and I didn't know who he was. Again, it's been a long time since I've been on Facebook, but uh, he started a post that was um, uh, critical of the way, kind of making fun of the way I, I do some stuff. And, 
which is fine, but um, it kind of piled on a bunch of comments under it, basically people, uh, what they thought of me. And, and so it kind of gave me some insight into what maybe um, people think of me. You know, they just know me as a YouTuber, so I'm glad you're giving me the opportunity to kind of talk about myself as a contractor. Um, you know, I've had, I, I got my license, my C54 in 2003. Mm-hmm. So I've been operating, um, under the same license number, uh, number eight, two, seven, three, nine, seven here in California. Since then, uh, I have, uh, five, five tile installer or bathroom remodel. You know, I have a crew of five guys mm-hmm. and, um, we're doing really well. We've, we've, our business has continued to gain in revenue every year. Mm. And also what's been awesome is we've been able to localize our work to a really manageable area. And so about 90% of our work is probably within uh, 10 to 15 miles of where our home base here is in Rockland, California. So it's not only provided, um, you know, our business is shaped up to where it's not only provided more money, but easier to manage because of that locality. So, um, it's, it's great, man. Our, my business, I really couldn't be happier with where it's at right now. I love it. And I don't even really want it to change. I just really like where it's at. So, you know, I've, I installed myself, you know, I, I was a, what I call a one bucket tile guy, Mm -hmm. you know, it was me, a helper or just me for the first three or four years. And then I slowly added guys. And then as probably a lot of your installers that have been in business for a while, you know, you go up and down and, um, you know, we had some hard years there in 09, 2010, 2011. And then um, we slowly started ramping back up and opened our showroom in 2012, which was a huge, huge boost for uh, our revenue, our um uh, the 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 price that I felt justified in charging our clients because the the value that they were getting by a one stop shop and accountability you know it was just a, gave our business a lot more accountability to have a physical location and so that that really kind of grew it um, from there and so yeah we're we're kind of hitting a sweet spot here where uh, my employees my team is really like a family and. Um, we all got a lot of love for each other and we just do the best we can and it's working out really well. That's, that's great. I'm, I'm happy to hear it, Isaac. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well. I'm, I'm glad business is good. And it sounds like, um, you know, you don't just have, um, a business, you have a family there and a team that yeah. counts on, you know, it's, it, it's, it goes both ways, right? You count on them and they count on you. Um, yeah. and that's the way it should be. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of um, what people I I believe again from just seeing the the Facebook comments was that people um, didn't know um, you know my skill level as a tile contractor. I think you know because I do a lot of YouTube stuff and a lot of it's a lot of it's for show. You know, I'm I'm trying to create content that's entertaining and inspiring. So the technical aspect of it isn't as, I mean, it's, it's important and it's, it's a part of it, but it's not all of it. So I'm not so, I'm not so focused on showing like an exact perfect installation or an exact perfect method. Uh, so I think a lot of people, you know, I'm, I made a video with flex seal, which is, 
you know, was a really fun video, did really well. And it was really a challenge almost to myself to see if I could pull it off and pull it off well. Uh, but doing stuff like that, I think people, I don't know if it's underestimate me or just misunderstand. Um, I'm called a hack a lot. I'm called, um, a lot of people think I just use foam too. A lot of people don't know. You didn't even know I, uh, in that mud group, didn't even know I knew how to float. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a, it's an, it's a neat opportunity to kind of, um, not show really what I can do, but just give a little more depth to, to, uh, my channel. That's great. No, I love it. I love it. Um, I want to, I want to go backwards a little bit. Sure. Go for it. You mentioned, you mentioned the showroom thing and I just wanted to hone in on this for a second. Um, but I, I do want to talk about YouTube and I, I hate, Mm -hmm. I I hate bouncing around a little bit, but that's what we're Mm going to do. Um, Mm -hmm. you said the revenue went up once you got the showroom. And and Mm -hmm. so right away, you know, somebody might think, Oh, he's, he's making a lot of money on tile. Mm -hmm. True or false. Um, you know, well, the, 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 one of the things, yeah, one of the things is, um, that I'm not selling tile to contractors. Mm -hmm. And originally I thought that that was going to be the route that I was going to go, but I quickly found out that tile guys are, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's tile, just tile guys, but if you're a contractor selling products to other contractors, it's like a, kind of a conflict of interest. Like, why am I going to support my competition or why does this guy deserve to just be selling tiles? So, um, I just kind of bypassed all that and we're doing more of like a one-stop shop for direct to work directly with uh, homeowners. So they don't usually question the price of tile, like a tile contractor, like myself would, you know, if I go into a tile shop, price is one of the most important things because it's a commodity, right? I can go to another wholesaler. I can go to another shop. I can even go to Florin Decor or Lowe's or wherever and pick up the tile. So there was always that thing of, you know, the best price, right? You know, mm-hmm. give me the best price. What's the best you can do? Mm-hmm. Uh, working directly with homeowners, it's not that because it's usually in combination with an install as well. So it's not something, it's not a commodity anymore. It's not apples and apples. So that finding that out in the first two or three years of who my client, who my market was, and that was directly working with homeowners. Uh, it kind of bypassed that kind of, you know, trying to get the best price on everything. Do you sell tile to homeowners, even if they're not going to hire you as the contractor? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do. But it's yeah. not a, it doesn't sound like, so it's not, no. you know, I, I picked up on something. It's, it's not a volume thing is what you're saying. It's not, not you're not, your value went up um, be, because of your one-stop shop. And, and because of that, yeah. you're able to kind of raise your prices across the board and, yes. and provide and you, a, a white glove service to your clients. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because one thing I noticed when I didn't have a showroom, and I would send my clients out to find tile, right? Usually you have a couple favorite tile shops, right? Most tile guys go, you know, either go to Dow Tile or go to, um, you know, Arizona Tile or whatever it is, you know, you usually have your favorite tile shops. But what I noticed would happen is a lot of times people would get uh, overwhelmed, confused. Um, you know, sometimes they would go to those tile shops and not get the service that they expected, get discouraged, and it really really kind of was a stumbling block in the installation process of picking the tile. So 
I figure I learned that if we had a nice showroom with nice selections of materials that we as installers like to use and we're getting good prices on um, and direct them in that way, it was cutting out. And I hear that a lot. People go, oh, really? I don't have to go anywhere else? Yeah, no, this is it. You can just Mm -hmm. come in here. So I think that adds the most value uh, above anything. And then, yeah, then we do control prices on our materials that we're installing too, but they kind of have to go together. I, I appreciate you taking the time to explain this a little bit further. And I wanted to kind of emphasize this because a lot of, a lot of contractors will ask me, Luke, do you think it's a good idea that I get a showroom or sell tile? And you hear differing opinions. Well, there's not a lot of money in it, but you know, the reason to do it is this or that. And so the people who are saying there's not a lot of money in it, they're probably, they got stuck in that commodity uh, yes. zone where they're, where now they're, trying to outprice the, their neighbor. And, and now they're trying to just have a minimum, you know, uh, markup because they're trying to uh, make money on volume, which can be very difficult, especially if, you know, there's a big box store down the, down the street. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, and I think this is valuable for my listeners to know that maybe to rethink about it. If you're, you're, if you're a contractor who really enjoys working for the homeowner, the, the, the the end user, right? This might be a model to start thinking about. And I've been to Isaac's showroom. It's beautiful. It's in a, it's, um, what, what kind of neighborhood is that? I mean, it's just, it's just in your, it's, it's kind of really uniquely positioned. It's, it's in a nice, it's on yeah. a busy street. Yeah. It's, it's in an upper, uh, it, it's not like high end commercial, but mm-hmm. it, I mean, we have uh, Mercedes Benz, a Porsche dealership. We have other, outdoor home living stores around. So, I mean, it is a higher end retail. Uh, we're not like in a really expensive building. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, but it's, it's, it's nice. And that's one of the things that uh, my wife really picked up on As you know, my wife is involved too, um, that she felt comfortable. Even when she first saw the building, she goes, this is somebody somewhere I would feel comfortable would being alone. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of, you know, commercial spaces or flex spaces, what we call them that are, you know, half warehouse, half little office. Uh, they're not always in the best areas. So, you know, she really wanted the feel of the comfort. We have a lot of windows. It's on a, again, on a busy street. So that, that really worked out. Um, I mean, cause most, most big tile shops are like in an industrial area where, you know, you just commercial buildings. But for us, for that, that feel of working just with the homeowners, our space works really well. Nice. Nice. I like um, it. Uh, thanks again for, for taking your time to explain some of the, the thought process that goes into that. And, oh, oh, and yeah. obviously, you know, there are multiple facets there. Yeah. And I, I do, I think, I think it's something, you know, I think we really tapped into something that hadn't been done much before, right? Flooring stores, carpet stores always offered installation with their material sales. Um, tile shops were always, at least in my area, were always different. You know, you had tile shops and they just sold tile. They re, you know, they'd hand out some cards or they got the referral list of 20 contractors that they'd give to people but there was never like the one-stop shop, like a carpet shop was. So when, um, you know, when we started, I was just like, well, I don't really know how it'll work. I had some advisors that helped me. They're like, yeah, you, you have the installs. That's the hard part. Don't ever give up your installs. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's a model that could be recreated. And, 
I know a few others that do it and they do really well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're selling installs for sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So at what point did you decide to uh, start a YouTube channel? And then at what point in, in the process did you decide, you know what, I'm, I'm really going to, because you're not passive about it. You know what I mean? You're, you're really aggressive and, and you're obviously, you know, and I, I appreciate the fact, like you said a minute ago, hey, I create videos that will help me grow my YouTube channel, like the Flex Seal one, for instance. It's it's uh, it, it's a head turner, right? It's a head turner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it turned from um, strictly a marketing thing for my installation company. It was um, in order, I was advised, again, uh, that's one thing I've always done is, is reach out to people who are smarter than me in any area that I don't know about. Marketing was something I knew nothing about. So I, I hired a guy to help me um, with marketing back in 2010 when the market was really down. I was like, I'm just trying to get more work. He's like, let me help you out. So he said, start a YouTube channel. That way, you know, Google is YouTube. It's hooked up search engine optimization. And as you make these videos in your local area, you know, people will be searching how to do tile and boom, your video pops up. Oh, this guy's right in my neighborhood. I'll call him. So that's how it started out. I made, um, ironically, for the Facebook mud groups, my very first video was a how to float a shower video. Nice. And, yeah. And, and then that um, was 2018, maybe, thereabouts, 2018, you said? That was, that was 20, 2010, believe oh, it or 2010. not. 2010. Okay. Yeah, okay. My first video was uploaded in 2010. I miss, misheard. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I made a few other videos. Um, but as most of you know who've tried YouTube, it's, it's a tough gig to break into. Like I thought, I thought it would do a lot better than it did as most people who, who share with me who are trying to do it. Um, so I don't know if it was getting discouraged or if it was, I just became disinterested after making three or four videos. I just, you know, it's not doing much, you know, these videos are sitting at a hundred views or whatever. And it's not worth the time that, you know, I'm trying to work, I'm trying to make money and shooting these videos with a camera is, you know, a lot of work. And mm-hmm. so I kind of put it on the back burner and that's about the time when I got the showroom going. So mm-hmm. really focused my attention on this and building up my business. Um, and then in 2017, I kind of reconnected with it. Mm-hmm. I saw that those videos that I'd made a long time ago had gained a little bit of interest. My subscriber count had gone up a little bit. And then um, I, Again, I met with another a YouTuber, uh, Aaron Cairo, with Braille Skateboarding. If, if you've ever seen skateboarding videos or if your kids are into skateboarding, you've probably seen his videos. He's got like 5 million subscribers now. And I met him through a friend of a friend. And he kind of um, gave me a lot of tips and pointers uh, with my channel. And, I, and then I, I got interested. And then I got more. I was like, okay, I... I see that, you know, there's possibilities here. So started cranking out some more videos and that was probably 2017 mm-hmm. and um, started making more videos. And then really, yeah, about two years ago, I really, right, yeah, kind of right around the time that we had our first interview, yeah, you know, I was really starting to pour more effort into it. And my, my installation business, it was at a point where it's a kind of a smooth running machine where I had more time to dedicate to uh, producing, 
and creating content. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's one thing about um, YouTube is they want consistent content. And that's what I found. And as soon as I kind of locked into that, um, what what YouTube and Google wants to do is they want to find you an audience, you know, for whatever content you're making, they really want to hone in on that specific target demographic. So almost the more niche your your content is, the better because YouTube is, is trying to pair you up with another target niche for advertising. Yeah. So uh, once I, you st- I started doing that, um, it gained a lot of traction, ad revenue started going up to where now to where it was like, Oh, well, this is actually its own viable business. This is actually, um, now it's at a point where it's making me more money than my salary I take from my company. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's grown into this thing that is, um, a part of my business, you know, they're, they're connected and they rely on each other. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can almost view it separately as, as far as the effort and time I put into it. Nice. Nice. I like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. What a, what a journey, man. What a, what a journey. And, and you've, you've never been shy of sharing, you know, your, you know, your YouTube's YouTube, uh, uh, knowledge, um, which I appreciate about you, even like, you know, Braille skateboarding. I think there's, he wrote a book, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he wrote a book on. Uh, I think once he hit like four million uh, or, or no, I think he once he reached a billion channel views. I think that was, and that's so. I, I think the title of his video is "How to Get a Billion Views on YouTube" wow. or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's I always- you know the the thing is is, and I tell people you know this information was freely given to me, so I. I don't mind freely giving it to other people. And again, I talked about the niche audiences, even in the tile um, subcategory of YouTubers, you know, you got Sal, you got Landberg, you got star tile, you got, you know, some other up and comers coming in here. We all have like our little niche, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's enough. I really think there's enough for all of us. And I think that, and my main goal for even starting this channel, um, aside from the marketing stuff and doing good for my company, if there's a purpose behind my channel, it's similar to yours. It's lifting up the tile trade that has already given me so much. So I'm, I think more good YouTube content is going to build our industry up because it, it brings interest into it. There's, there's a buzz about it. People, I mean, that's, that's how marketing works. And so it's basically marketing for our tile industry on a huge level. And so I, I, yeah, I, if, if people ask me questions, I had, um, um, Nathan Merrill, do you know, Nathan? Oh yeah. Nathan's a great guy. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So he started his channel and he reached out to me and I gave him some tips and, um, cause he was struggling. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you know, here's what I see, you know, and kind of just steered him along. And now his channel, I think he's up to like 700 subs or something and doing really well. So, well, you know. we have some testimony from the audience. We have Richard Waite, uh, uh, listening and watching. And he said that he saw your, your video, Isaac, the first one, uh, the one from 2010 and, he had no clue what mud was. He said, you actually introduced Richard to mud. I don't know what year, but here it is the testimony, you know, um, 
for what it's worth, that is exactly what you've been doing. And, uh, you know, people can say whatever they want. But one thing I've always appreciated about you, Isaac, is I've always seen your a lot of your videos um, as as asking questions, you know. And, yeah. and certain people will, will help you find the answers or certain people want to know. You know, you're asking questions that a lot of people want to know the answer to. And you're not... You're not necessarily, you know, making statements. Um, you're just saying, "Hey, here's here's something I ha- I'm curious about, and and here's the way I approached finding the answer, and here's here's what I found." You know, take it for what it is, right? Yeah, and and I think one of the the awesome things about um, the social media, and I guess YouTube, um, is that it allows people to have a voice that not necessarily would have had a voice without it. Uh, And, you know, I take, take somebody like, um, you know, any, anybody, I mean, Joe Rogan is, has built up to become one of the biggest media voices in our country, but he doesn't have to be beholden to what um, CNN or Fox news or, um, you know, the pharmaceutical companies who are supporting, you know, his channel. I mean, it's, it's like, he's not beholden to sponsors. So he's able to freely talk about stuff. And I think that's one of the things that's been cool about my channel is that we're self-supporting. I'm not, and I understand, you know, people in in your position, you, you rely on Laticrete and go board and you need sponsors to keep that going. Um, The awesome thing about my channel is I don't. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I feel free to be able to speak my mind about certain products. And, um, yeah, that was, that's, that's been kind of counterculture to, um, what you see on a lot of social media. Um, I call it fanboys of, of certain, you know, certain manufacturers and they're, they're, they won't say anything bad, you know, they're, they're, you know, not, not necessarily bad, just critical. They won't, yeah, they, they having having a having a having a critical mind, and and like I said, you ask questions, and I, I think you teach people to ask questions. I mean, you know, asking mm-hmm. questions is not the enemy. Asking questions is not wrong, and and it's interesting you you bring about you know you mentioned Joe Rogan, and you're you're obviously talking about sponsors. I I have a different style where I do have sponsors, and you know you're you're saying well here's here's the benefit to not having sponsors, and in my life. Recently, what I've found and, and gravitated toward when I when I'm looking for journalists is I'm I'm looking for independent journalists because they're not beholden to somebody that would you know sway the story right and uh-huh. so in in that regard I think it's extra important that we have a neutral type of journalist certain channels certain podcasts really are going to thrive and have a strong community um, and then certain channels like mine you know, are actually going to do better with sponsors because all of a sudden I, I can interview guys like Ron Nash and Bart Bettega and uh, my sponsors and, and open up their their brains and, you know, and share their knowledge. Um, and, and what's what's beautiful is, um, you know, that's that's kind of it, it's just different, a different approach. You know, it works. For- yeah. And, yeah. And I you mentioned Ron Nash and he's had. um you know, we've had some great conversations. He's, he's as far as, you know, the end manufacturer guys, um, he's been the most approachable 
and encouraging of, of what I do with my channel. And he, we had a conversation once he goes, Isaac, what you're doing is actually good for our company. You know, when you question, you're testing things in, in the real world. Like you're, we we're searching for that information. You know, when I take grouts and I take six different grouts and grout up six different boards and see how they deal a month later with scrubbing is that stuff that we're, you know, we need to see, we need to see like real world application. Then we get back in the lab. Right. And we, we figure things out, figure out how to make things better. So I've really appreciated, uh, Laticrete and their approach to what I do. Um, you know, some of the other main manufacturers are almost the opposite. They're basically like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. It's like, well, <laughs> well I think, you know, it, per, let's, let's go back to the Joe Rogan thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop him. Nobody's going to stop him. Nobody's going to stop Isaac Ostrom. Nobody's going to stop Luke Miller from doing tile money. And I think certain people are going to acknowledge that and say, we're not going to stop them. So let's assist them. Let's let's have a symbiotic, you know, relationship here to where, you know, we're benefiting mutually and and Mm -hmm. we're working together Um, instead of I I mean, you just, you know, with the way things are, like I said, you said Joe Rogan might be the biggest name in media. I would put the claim. I mean, I don't have the numbers, but I've seen numbers that I think he is the biggest. Uh, He beats out people like, you know, age old companies like CNN on on, so that's something you can't just ignore. You could be offended or say you don't agree with his the way his style. You don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like that you, there's YouTube. I don't like that there's podcasts. I don't like that traditional media is going dead. Mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got. Let's have some fun here. I I can't okay. believe I missed this. Uh, first of all, big shout out to Ian. Flex Seal is the future. <laughs> <laughs> No, might, it's not. <laughs> might be the comment. Tell me a little bit about that uh, about that video here while, while oh. it's on our mind. Okay, Flex Seal again, kind of in a, a search for for creative content, something that would reach again. My videos reaching outside of the tile community is a good thing for our industry. It just is. So I not only for my channel because it's going to bring new viewers into my channel, uh, but I think it's good for tile as well. So. Doing that video, I knew it would be catchy. I knew it would bring in new viewers. Um, So I did some testing on it. And in my testing, I was like, okay, well, this could work basically as like a hot mop or a pan liner and, you know, a traditional old school weep tile system. Mm -hmm. Like, so all the testing I did held up to that. So I was like, okay, I made that test video. And in that same video, I asked the question, I was like, my viewers, what do you guys think? You know, leave your comment in the section below. Um, do you think I should try this on an actual job? And so um, about two weeks after that video, I had a client who was local reach out and they said, we want to do that. We <laughs> want to they said, we, uh, the, the guy, Bob actually said, he goes, I used it on my fountain sure. five years ago and it stopped the leak. He's like, I know this stuff will work. So I was like, okay. I was like, um, as long as you, Sign away my liability, <laughs> you know, we're, we're good to go. So I, I made the video, did the video, and it, it came out great. It was a real kind of fun, fast-paced video. Yeah, and yeah. Um, But I knew I was going to get – I knew what, you know – Oh, it's the, a silly video. Pilot, it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, 
but here, here's the beauty about that. Now, um, I'm not sponsored by Flex Seal. I mean, we've had some talks because they've had interest because they've seen how well the videos have done. But I was able to do a live stream on Sunday where I talked about why the negative parts of using Flex Seal. Mm-hmm. Like, will it work? Yes, it will work. But is it better? No, because it takes longer. It's got crazy um, solvent-based fumes that are kicking off when you're using it. Mm. It's you know we we have other methods that are that are faster and more efficient and less expensive. So Improving there's up. really no no benefits to using it over what methods we already have. But again, that that's how my channel works. It's like yeah, I'll do something and try it to get people to open their mind that. You know, it doesn't have to be Schluter. It doesn't have to be Ardex. It doesn't have to be Laticrete. It can be a combination of the three, or it can be, you know, maybe there's another product that does the same thing. I mean, a hot mop, you got hot tar that's been used for thousands of years to waterproof. So, you yeah, know, and you have you have one of the the the, the most uh, uh, informative hot mop videos that I've personally seen. And of course you're in Sacramento, which is the birthplace of the hot mop. I, yep. I know this because, uh, Mark Simoli, or mm-hmm. I, I'm butchering his name. I apologize, yep. Mark. Um, yeah, I know who, who he is. Yeah. But, uh, he, you know, he's, he's taught me a lot about the hot mop process. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so you have a great video and I think you were with one of his, you know, I, I think the inventor of the thing or yeah. the generate, yeah, you know, the generation, yeah, Bob- Bob Stanley shower pans. Um, yeah. And he, he was the, uh, I think he's the, I think the old, the old man is still around the one who in, invented it, but, um, no, oh, there's Joe. There's Joe speak Joe. of the devil, man. And he's talking um, some smack, man. <laughs> dude, I am getting just hammered on that Facebook page, dude. And here's the thing, Luke, I didn't know Joe Lima. I didn't know him from any other Facebook tile guy. Yeah. So I happened to challenge, I guess, like the best floating guy <laughs> out there, yeah. you know, unknowingly, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to punk this guy down. You know, he doesn't know me. Yeah. And then everybody's like, uh, Isaac, do you know who he is? <laughs> like, no. Dang it, man. I had to do that. <laughs> No, so, I, I, I love it because I, I uh, love it because you you write, a, you know, you you did challenge him. You call, you know, you're I like, did. let's do it. Let's do it, man. And yeah. and you're sticking with it. And it's going to be it's going to be a good time. Um, we've got some comments here. Good to see you, Tilo. Richard's offering to do some YouTube cover photos. I, I'll, I'll take you up on that, Richard. Just send them my way, man. Yeah, I can use help with that. I saw I saw his memes. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, <laughs> even I, though some of them, some of them are a little rough on me, you know. But I yeah. think it's, you know, I don't know if it's a good sense of humor. Um, see, because there's a difference. I I try not to take things too seriously, um, but I feel when people are talking, you know, talking negatively about you, and you're not in the room, like. Come on, you know, if, if, if we're face-to-face and we're buddy, you know, giving each other a good rub. But, um, you know, I did get a little offended, I'll have to say, you know, when I see, like, and it, it wasn't just one person, right? It's like 
it's almost like a whole community talking bad about me. I'm like, if it's one person, because I'm used to it on YouTube, I get all kinds of hate. I get negative stuff. Well, I was just going to say, you must have pretty single, thick skin with a YouTube yeah, following yeah, like that. Single people, but when you see a whole group doing it, mm. it hit me a little different. I was like, oh, man, man. And they were just kind of really piling on. I mean, you can go look at the the comments of those threads in, in the mud. And I mean, some people are brutal. Some people are calling me names that I can't even say on here. And I'm like, dude, you know, that's not, you know, for me, that's not having a sense of humor, you know, cause they, people would say, Oh, you know, lighten up or have a sense of humor. I'm like, yeah, have a sense of humor is one thing getting bashed on, you know, and bad mouth, you know, behind my back without me able to, you know, be there or say anything. I mean, that's different. So, um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to settle the score. Once that happened, I was like, how should I deal with this? Because when I saw it, I was like, you know, I could just ignore it. You know, I got things to do. Again, I get a ton of it on YouTube and that's how I usually deal with it. You know, okay, whatever. But, um, you know, to see a whole community doing it, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to, you know, at least challenge it. And, I, and that's all I said. I was like, a thousand bucks, I can float a wall faster than you. And um, and the challenge, it took a little while to get accepted, but then the more people that piled on, it was like, oh, there's really no backing out. I guess it's like, you know, being in grade school and calling a guy out. It's like, yeah, if you were alone, you might get away with without, you know, doing it. But when everybody sees it, it's like, you, you know, I think Joe was like, okay, well, I really got to go through with it. And then I did it, you know, we're doing it in public. So it's like, we really can't back out without one of us looking like a punk, you know? So <laughs> here, well, here I, we are, here we are. And um, so, yeah, we, we got it set up. We're working on the exact details, but we have a date, we have a place. Um, we were going to try to get it. Um, you know, there was mention um, Jason had hopped in and wanted to do something at coverings or surfaces, like make it kind of a big event. And we had talked about that, but the um, TCNA was involved and they wanted, uh, they wanted, you know, to turn it more into education thing. And I'm like this, I don't want, that would just be like, wah, wah, wah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want this challenge with Joe to be like an educational thing. I want it to be a challenge. Again, my channel is about, you know, captivating viewers and showing two mud guys float for three hours is not, you know, while it might be interesting to some, it's not going to be captivating to a whole audience. So uh, we're working out the details, but yeah, I think it's on, man. Jimmy has a nice comment here. Uh, You know, these guys are, and this is how I feel too, Jimmy. I I appreciate this comment because uh, what, what you're doing is you're renting space in their head and whether they know it or not. I mean, I, I, well, it's like global tile posse. I mean, people are sharing their trucks all weekend and then you have guys that just make a post to say, stop sharing trucks. So what, what does the group do? Should they share more trucks? I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. You, you bring some good points up here that I want to, I want to touch on though. Um, and I, I've probably been guilty of this situation before, you know, it's like, you know, uh, uh, um, that old game monkey, monkey pile on, you know, pile on the monkey or whatever they call that. What do they call mm-hmm. that? Oh, monkey see, monkey do. Oh, there's that one. And then there's monkey pile where you just like, you know, when you're a kid in the playground and somebody gets tackled and all the kids jump on him. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a community that can sometimes that mentality can sometimes overtake us. And that's how people get hurt. I mean, that's how, you know, uh, that's how people get hurt. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. Um, 
in real life. And, and mm-hmm. on the internet, some people will say it's not real. So what does it matter? Well, it does matter. Your your words matter, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read your words, and I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that you you meant those words, and I'm going to assume that that's who you are. So if uh, yeah, dog pile. Thank you, Joe Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does matter, and and this group this group mentality can catch on. None of us is immune to it. I'm not immune to it, even though I I, I know and I, I try to be more aware of it. And, and, you know, like Isaac said, he jumps in there. He's not even an active member of these groups. And he's like, well, wait a minute. When were you guys going to let me know? Uh, I've, I've had people mention me and purposely not tag me, even though they're calling me out or saying something negative about me. They don't tag me. And I'm like, uh-huh. you, you want to take me? Let's do it. Let's have this conversation. We can have it publicly. We can have it private. But if you're going to have a conversation with me publicly and bring my name into it, it'd be cool to take me. Um, uh-huh. As a community, I just think that's something that we all can be aware of. Because like Isaac is saying here, we're all in this together. We're all tile contractors. We're all tile installers. I want to, um, I don't mean to ignore Martin's comments here. And again, nobody today is, pushing flex seal for a shower pan <laughs> because we don't know they, they haven't been tested you know they haven't been tested you know martin says for alkali we don't know uh it, it was a funny it was a funny video uh isaac happened to meet somebody who actually had five years a five-year test and mm-hmm. evidently he wanted more <laughs> mm-hmm. um interesting stuff i mean this is the world we live in i mean people People do funny things and want want different things, but um, I, you know, I I think the the interesting thing is, uh, you know, the point is we're we're in this community together. Yeah, and I, I think acknowledging some of that stuff, you know, acknowledging that something bothers you or upsets you, or even, you know, dare I say, hurts your feelings. Admitting that doesn't make you less of a man. As a matter of fact, I think it makes you stronger, more courageous, if you're willing to admit that and, and put that out there. And so I think this, this stuff happens a lot, but people, you know, the things that we guys like to do, we don't like to be vulnerable. So we laugh it off. Oh, 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 he was just kidding. It's like, really, you were just kidding when you said that, that, you know, even sarcasm can be used as, as like a weapon, you know, you hear it, you know, cynicism, sarcasm, or outright name calling. I mean, you know, that stuff, that stuff does have an effect. Of course it does. And ignoring it, stuffing it down doesn't, doesn't make you any more of a man. Do you know what I mean? So I like to call it what it is. And, um, that's just what it was. I have to say it does. Yeah. To see those things uh, said about me, um, personally, like on a personal level, um, is hurtful. Absolutely, man. And I've, I mean, I've thought about throwing in the towel. You know, I, I think for any creator that's going to be online um, and, and put themselves out there in this way, you've got to cross that bridge at some point. You've got to, you've got to come to that point where you have, to, you have to decide what you're going to do and how you're going to, you know, um, handle handle that yeah. that kind of talk because even yeah. I mean, you, even St. Mary, you know, has haters. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. You know I mean, there's always somebody. Yeah. And even acknowledging and, and sitting with how I actually feel again, instead of stuffing it or dismissing it or, or minimizing it, that is how I deal with it. And I move on and I'm okay with it. And usually 
really good conversations and friendships can happen from that point of honesty. You know what I mean? Instead of beating around the bush, you know, maybe Joe and I'll have a conversation where I'm like, dude, that was hurtful. You know that, you know, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Maybe we get to that point. Maybe we don't. But from that place, then like true friendship um, and brotherhood can happen, but it can't happen until you address that stuff. It would be like, um, you know, I could use a lot of different examples that we guys like to ignore, but um, you know, any, and so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of room for growth if you can get to that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, that's, that's how you approach it. You know, you approach it for, mm-hmm. uh, see it as an opportunity to grow and, and learn mm-hmm. something. And, and, yeah. you know, um, Drew has a, a, a question here. We might as well just, you know, uh, address it here. Uh, he says, when, when you do YouTube videos bashing, um, a manufacturer's product or system when testing it to your own beliefs, I'd expect some negative criticism. What's, mm-hmm. what's your response to that? I mean, well, I, w- I would probably like to know specifically which manufacturer and which, um, which, you know, what, how was I testing it? Um, I would probably have to answer. I don't know that that might be, I'm probably assuming Schluter maybe, because I, I think I've been the hardest on Schluter in my testing. Um, those, those videos are, are test. Literally I'm filling it up with water and letting it sit. Now that might be testing it above and beyond what, what is required by ANSI, but still that's all I'm doing. We're doing, you know, we're making tiled showers. And the reason why that even came up and why I started doing that is because Schluter themselves had told me that's how it worked. I mean, up until I started making videos, the Schluter reps, at least the ones around where I was, I, I would ask that question. And I'm, I'm sure all of you tile guys have asked your Schluter reps, how do you have a waterproof system that puts sheet membrane together with Thinset? Thinset's not a waterproof um, component. How, how does that be water, waterproof? So that question was asked by me several times before I did my testing videos. And the answer I always got was it is waterproof. We've done the testing. The most it's ever, you know, wicked under the band is, is a quarter inch in, in 14 days. That was, that was kind of like the plug dancer. The reps used to say, you know, up until I started doing my testing videos. So I just tested that. That's all I did. I made a, a box out of Curdy, filled it up with water, and, and and see Martin Brooks says head pressure. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with head pressure. I did a test where you you have just a sprinkler um, dripping onto the Curdy, and given enough time, it wicks under the same way. It's because Thinset is porous and it wicks moisture. So, um, you know those. I, I assume that's probably the test that he was talking about. Well, but. I, I, I would like to jump in here if that's okay. Yeah. This word, um, I'm in another, you know, I'm in a bunch of groups. I'm in a group outside of tile, believe it or not. I'm in a group and, and, and somebody said, why are you guys bashing other people? And what it boiled down to is she didn't understand that nobody was bashing anybody. We were asking questions of, this of we were we were criti- critical of somebody with a lot of power and again not in the mm-hmm. tile world we mm-hmm. were critical of of an organization with a lot of power and a lot of influence over people's lives okay mm-hmm. 
It didn't have anything to do with the people. So she just uh-huh. misunderstood the questions we were asking were not directed at people. You know, uh-huh. they, they were directed at the policies of, of the larger thing. So the reason I'm saying this is, you know, words matter. So I would say, you know, I, I mean, when, when I wouldn't say that I see you bashing manufacturers, Isaac, do you, is that something you would use? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't use, use that. So I wanted now, to kind of break down this question thought because I, basically I, showing, yeah, showing what I found when I fill up a box with water. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's your testing in your shop and mm-hmm. you have a video channel. Like I said, it's going to happen. It's, you're not going to, you were not the first, you're not going to be the last. So, um, it's just an interesting, you know, that's the world we live in. Um, Luke, can you hold on one second? I yeah, got go a glare in just real quick. All right, that's better. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, so um, yeah, we're um, so yeah. I, I would I would love for uh, that commenter to elaborate on exactly which manufacturer and which. Uh, well, he he met he he brings this up. He says you you cannot say something has failed when it's tested when it is tested as a pool system, not as a shower system. I've never failed a flood test up to forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't really intend or want to go too deep on, on, I mean, we, yeah. could, we could go back and forth all day. We could go for six yeah, hours. Valid, I guess that's a valid point on what you, you, you call a failure. Um, again, my understanding from what Schluter had told me uh, before, you know, going into those videos that, that that wasn't going to happen, that water wasn't going to get all the way under the band to the substrate. And so, um, when I say fail, I say fail a seven-day flood test or failed a 14-day flood test. I don't say it just failed. I, I believe, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the titles to my videos, if I say something fails a flood test, I usually have the number of days in there too. So, um, And to me, that's a failure. If, if it leaks down to uh, the substrate beneath it, that's that's a failure in my book. You know, maybe it that I tested it longer than it's supposed to be tested it for, but uh, I don't believe that to be untrue. Well, to be fair, I mean, and again, yeah, this is why, because it's a back and forth. I mean, this, I, I, yeah. I'm more about the, um, the, you know, the, the philosophy of the whole thing and kind of, yeah. you know, and I didn't want to dissect anything because, you know, I can come up here and say, well, I have, a, I have a, um, a cooler in my in my garage with and and dozens of contractors will say this uh-huh. made of curdy board or made of what you know whatever uh-huh. you know and i i have you know i fill it up with water and and uh-huh. it stays so again we'll go back and forth on this that's not uh-huh. really the point you're not i'm not and you're not pitting yourself against the industry you're a guy in your garage thinking huh i'm in my garage i'm in my shop i'm in my workshop i'm making videos and again, you've admitted a lot of these videos, like Richard says, you light curdy board on fire. You mm-hmm. you talked you you joked about using Flex Seal. Uh-huh. You're you're building a YouTube channel and you're getting yeah. eyes. Yeah. A, a corporate the corporate world, America is not beneath this this is nothing new. Advertising, mm-hmm. marketing, it's 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 
it's nothing new. Now, people are going to object to it and have opinions and, mm-hmm. you know, but it is, again, it is what it is. You're doing it. So let's, yeah, let's talk this, about it and see, see, and you know, see what. Yeah. yeah. And in this day and age, I guess I should be grateful that, that we don't have some entity that's, um, censoring that type of stuff, right? What if I was making um, those videos and they said, nope, your channel's now shadow banned. You are uh, not allowed to say those things. Um, and that's kind of the environment we're in now, right? You, you know, it's, it's scary that we're losing uh, our free speech protection. You can't just say what is actually happening. Um, and because it might not be good for whoever, um, so I think you know what I'm alluding to, but that's, you know, I guess I'm grateful that, um, you know, Schluter or whoever wasn't able to to pull a plug on that because it, it is true. I mean, you referenced the, and again, I don't want to get into technicalities, but the box that you make in an open space, if there's air that's allowed to get behind the board itself, it's allowed to evaporate before it leaks out. But if there's a substrate behind it in an enclosed space, whether that's plywood or drywall, there's no air that gets to it, so the moisture wicks all the way through. So I've heard that argument a lot. They go, oh, no, I've had a cardboard box sitting on a a counter for two years, and it hasn't leaked. It's like that's because it's cardboard. It's airy. Water, I mean, air can get around, and it evaporates because – the amount of water that's wicking through under the bands, it's not like a lot of water. I mean, over time it would build up, but um, anyways, I know that's a technical thing that we don't really want to get into. Oh, no, um, that's okay. I I mean, a little mm -hmm. bit here and there, but, and and we're going to move on because I I, I think we should, but (laughs) because there's one, there's one more subject we haven't covered. I wanted to, um, I I wanted to address, but I, I I agree with you. you know, we don't want one authority being able to say they're the authority. I mean, that's that's how bad things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's, I mean, that's pretty deep conversation that really is uh, way beyond, you know, way beyond tile. But, um, you know, and, and, and Isaac, though, uh, Martin brings up a good point. And two and a half years ago when I was in your showroom, I said, Bro, you need to be at these technical committees, and and, and there's going to be two in in Tice, one at uh, at the International Surfaces event, and, mm-hmm. and one at Coverings, uh, both mm-hmm. within you know the first four or five months of uh, 2022. I, I really think you should be there. I think because of because of your nature, you would do really well in those meetings. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've never been approached. Um, I mean, the closest. You know, again, I think um, it's really good that I'm able to get on here and talk about who I am, what I've done. And, you know, people get a context of, of what I'm doing. But um, I, I think I've never, you know, I've never been approached by the NTCA or the TCNA to be involved in really anything. I've The closest I came was um, um, Dave Gobis, who is involved with the John Bridge forums, and I think he he does some stuff for the TCNA. Um, he said, "You know, you're welcome to come and sit on the committees." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's kind of cool that you know to be invited, but never really approached. Like, hey, we'd like you to be there to be a part of this." I'm not saying that I'm like waiting for an invitation, but it would be nice. I mean, I would 
it would I would definitely consider it. I well, just you, well, you've just when it happens, how it happens. You know? Yeah, no, you've just received it, uh, and and I I need to correct myself. So the mm-hmm. the TCNA or or the N, uh, I believe you meant the TCNA Technical Committee is in Vegas at at the International Surfaces, and then again later in the year, which would be in like October, November ish, at Total Solutions okay. Plus, which is going to be in Palm Springs in in your in, mm-hmm. in the state of California. Um, so we are, you know, Martin is inviting you. The president of the NTCA is giving you a warm invitation, uh, and he really means that, you know. Um, and and you know, like you, I, I like you, and this is the beauty um, of I think tile money and and you and any any other creator or any other tile contractor making content on the internet nowadays, or just this is really our mission, right? We want to bring awareness to the industry and how it works. Because I remember at 25 years old, as a, as a tile contractor, a C54 California tile contractor, I would list, I would read the tile letter and that it might as well, you know, coverings might as well have been in Mars. I was barely scraping by financially. I, I thought that these people were so far above me, they wouldn't give me the time of day. These are just my feelings at the time, right? I didn't know. And you don't know what you don't know. And that's the beauty of it now. Now I'm telling people, you're going you're gonna to be blown away by the generosity and the warm, welcoming spirit of the NTCA, of the president, of the vice, you know, of these people who are really legends in the industry. You spoke about Dave Gobis. I've been reading Dave Gobis since 2008. I mean, he he probably wrote most of the the early chapters of the TCNA Technical Committee book. Mm-hmm. He invited me into his home. I, I sat with the man. I, I I was with him for half a day. I, I stayed. Uh, he put me up, you know, when I was coming out to Florida. And, and I interviewed him. Um, these people, I, I just interviewed Kathy uh, Case. Um, she's been in Tile since 79. She says it's all about the industry. She says if you want to it, it, just give back. And, and you're, the mm-hmm. ROI on giving back and being part of the industry. And I, and I was like you, even up until late, I said, Martin, and I just interviewed Martin last week, a couple weeks ago, and I said, Martin, I didn't realize that I could raise my hand and volunteer for stuff. I thought I was going to give him an invite. He says, we're not going to invite you. We want to see that you want to be here. We want to see that you're eager. And so okay. now with this platform, I have the ability to tell that story. And I'm, I'm more or less talking to everybody, not you specifically, Isaac. So, um, and, yeah. and understanding, and I told Martin, I'm like, well, there's only a small percentage of people who want to be in that room. But mm-hmm. I want to let them know that they're invited and that they should be there. And not everybody has the brain or the mental capacity or the financial ability to commit to being in those rooms, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would love to. I, I, that's, again, tile is, is my life, man. I, I'd love to be a part of um, what's going on there. So, yeah, thank you, Martin. I really appreciate that. I do. So what is... Um, so tile is your life. You've got a, a new plan coming up or a new vent uh, adventure, I should say, right? A new adventure yeah. with, uh, you're going to be doing a little bit of traveling. Tell me, tell me how this came about and, and what it is. Yeah. So two, two years, a little over two years ago, I, uh, was invited to play in the San Diego tile and marble golf tournament. They do every year, um, cool. by, just a, an, an Instagram follower, you know, he, sure. he saw some golf posts. He was like, Hey man, I'll, I'll, uh, your entry if you come down. So, um, 
I went down and, and what I did is, um, you know, being interested in different methods, especially I'm, I'm very passionate about California tile methods because I think we just have such a unique history coming about, you know, using mud and, and everything. So I was like, well, I want, you know, what I'll do is I'll make a video to um, kind of showcase San Diego SoCal tile methods. And while I'm down there, we'll tie it in with the golf tournament and we'll have some fun. And, and so I did that for uh, Michael and, made the video and then um that was two years ago he invited me back down this year and he said isaac you know i want to pay for your trip coming down because um that video you made has gotten me so many good jobs and i was like wow really he goes yeah i get a ton of good work um because that video itself i told you didn't have that many views it only had five or ten thousand views Mm. But what Google is so good at doing is pinpointing uh, with search engine optimization uh, the general locale. So because I had San Diego and Tile in the title of the video, people who were searching for Tile installer in San Diego, that video was popping up. Mm. So that video featured him, his company, his methods, and um, so he got a ton of work. And so when I heard that, I go, man – Um, this is really cool because this is a way, again, for me to use my platform to give back to tile installers. I mean, uh, that's, I, I so appreciate because I've, I've done it, you know, I've, I've been through the grind of, you know, being a one bucket tile guy or a small, you know, small company, those long days, those hard hours, those times that you just want to give up and, and I just so appreciate the individuals who are doing it out there. I respect it. And so I want to showcase it. And, and so not only do I get to showcase their tile company, but I also get to, you know, show a little bit about who they are as people, what their interests are. And, and so that when those videos pop up, um, the viewer the, who's searching for a tile contractor really gets a good feel of, not only their quality of work, but who they are as a person and if they want to hire them or not. So um, it's, it's my way of giving back. And it's also gonna, it's really, again, it's some really good content for my channel. If I'm showing different methods and different people, uh, I mean, that's why I like listening to your podcast. It's not necessarily just about learning about business. Uh, I'm more interested in the people themselves and how they got to where they're at and, you know, what they're up to, what they're doing. You know, a lot of them share about their families and their passions and, you know, even books they're reading or whatever. I'm interested in the people and the contractor themselves. So um, my plan is, is to take the, the top 50 cities in the country and population wise and travel to their their place and do a little showcase, hang out with them. Like you said, hang out with them for half a day or a day, shoot a video with them and then put it on my platform. And so that's again, because I get, I get so many emails and questions. Do you know a tile guy in Minneapolis? Do you know a tile installer in Austin, Texas? And so this will help with a lot of that. And I think it's, I think it's going to turn into, really big i mean i just have a feeling that this is this is kind of where it's all going like all of the lead up to what i've done through tile through youtube this is what it's leading up to is like a huge network of people being able to find 
good tile contractors. Mm. I love that, Isaac. I, I think this is a great idea. When do you start? Uh, I don't. I don't quite know yet. Okay. I mean, I I put the list together, and um, uh, thank you. You know, you've you've provided me some names. Um, I just need to do a little bit bit more um, footwork on finding good fits because. Um, there's also a lot of attrition in the tile trade. You know, there's people who start and they're on Instagram, they're doing good. And then, you know, they're like, Oh, where did they go? You know, and some of them just quit, you know, they find another industry or, you know, you don't know it. So, so it has to be the right fit of the tile guy. I'm looking for a small company. Uh, I'm looking for, you know, preferably, a, 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 I don't, I don't want to say family person because i don't want to well, somebody with that. roots somebody with roots yeah, and plans exactly. on being around a while yeah because you're like yeah second generation um i really want to help them grow their tile company uh, and so i'm 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 doing that i'm in the process so if anybody's watching this and they feel like they would be a good fit for it uh, reach out to me on tilecoach.com send me a message and maybe you can be on the list but as soon as i have that list i kind of have the cities and how I would go about it. And, um, you know, COVID travel restrictions, notwithstanding, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are it's you, kinda, uh, well, you get out of California and they loosen up. <laughs> What's that? I said, you get you out get of California and it's a different world. Are, yeah. are you, um, are, 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 are you planning on, on, on going into social, social media full time, or are you going to retain your, your business, your tile contractor business? You know, I don't think I would ever give up my, my tile business. Um, it's just, I love it. I mean, I love this, this morning, you know, we started a new job and I had, um, you know, my five guys ready to go. We met here at eight o'clock in the morning. We had music playing. It was the energy is just so good. And it's just like, I mean, again, I said, it's like my family. I don't know what else I would want to do. Like, even if I'm just that, you know, that guy who's kicking around like, you know, like the old, the old guy, like, oh, the boss is here, you know, but um, I don't ever see like getting out of that. Even when I'm like old, I'm like, I still want to be involved. I, and, and so, yeah, no, I, I definitely want to stay a tile contractor for sure. The tile community um, has, has taken me by surprise. I mean, when I first got started, I, I kind of acknowledged and knew that it was a pretty tight knit community. And mind you, I had been reading again on the John Bridge forms, guys like Dave uh, Gobis, uh, Brad Denny, and, and countless others for years. Mm-hmm. In twenty, uh, you know, in twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Well, it would have been yeah. Let's call it twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. I get on I, I, I get on Facebook. I'm a late bloomer to Facebook, right? Right away, mm-hmm. I find the, the tile groups. In fact, I went on there because somebody said there's, you know, because there's, there's groups on there. Mm-hmm. I find the same guys. Mm-hmm. Some of these guys have been talking and getting together at events like Coverings and, and Total Solutions Plus for 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I... It took me by surprise. It's something that I'm still processing. How 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 what a positive impact this has been on my life. I mean, I'm interviewing contractors, and like you're saying, I'm I'm trying to dig out and, and focus on their business. But I'm also getting to know their life. I, I, I'm care. I, I'm nurturing 
relationships that have boosted me as a person on an individual level and elevated my ability to be a, a husband, a father, and a man. And I, I'll never be able to give that back. The, mm-hmm. the best thing I can do is just keep doing what is good for the community. And as long as they, they'll accept me to keep moving forward. And, and that's what I hear you describing when you talk about, you know, your, your focus is shifting slightly. It, it, it appears, or it seems like you seem to have experienced that same thing. I I've experienced and am experiencing mm-hmm. the family, the, the community mm-hmm. and, and how can we continue to strengthen and, and build it up. And like all families, we're all a bunch of crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> we we're, we just had turkey, you know, we just had Thanksgiving. We're going to come up on, 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 on Christmas. Mm-hmm. We have family members that, um, you know, mm-hmm. they, they make us what we are and, and, mm-hmm. and it makes us human and we embrace each other and we support each other. I, I love it, man. I, I, I love what you're doing. Keep asking those questions, Isaac, and, and keep having fun and keep your smile and retain your passion, man. I, I want to encourage you because uh, together we're so much stronger. Yes, we are. And, and it is my hope, too, that um, is that I can encourage others to, you know, I just shared about what it was like to be here this morning with the energy around starting a new job and the camaraderie of having, you know, my my employees here with me and you know it's like a little adrenaline rush we're just pumped up we're ready to go i want others to experience that too you know be being the leader of of your team um the mentorship which seems has have fallen off on the you know the end of i mean the social media stuff has done great and that's one of the reasons why my channel does so good is because people are learning in different ways they're learning through social media and um but there's no replacement for working uh, shoulder to shoulder with people. And um, so my hope is too, that I can help uh, encourage people to take somebody under their wing, um, take a, you know, a team, show them your methods, uh, show them, you know, what you learned and, and pass on those traditions on a physical level. So um, that's, that's my hope too, that, comes about from this i love it i love it well we've got we've got nothing but time and and, and nothing but uh golden golden years ahead of us we've got uh rainbows and unicorns out there and, and life is so good and I, I i really appreciate the tile community once again and i appreciate you isaac um and, and again we've all got different personalities right we've got richard you know making memes and 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 and, and testing people's humor and mm-hmm. and sometimes offending people and that's what a family <laughs> does right that's what a family does <laughs> and, yeah. and the thing about it is if it, you know this is why i love this platform and, and this type of stuff because um like someone like jimmy just said man good good to meet you isaac you know it's a virtual show he knows who you are but he doesn't know who you are. And, and, and then when you come to Mud 5, like Mike Foster says, they're going to mm-hmm. get to, you know, Jimmy's going to meet you, know you even better. And you're going to know Jimmy and you're going to know, you know, Mike even better. And that's that's the beauty of it. So we're running a little yeah. long here, Isaac. I, 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 again, I want to be respectful of your time and thank you for, for your time and sharing your knowledge. Um, if anybody has YouTube questions, where can they reach out to you? 
uh, tilecoach.com. So our website's been uh, doing great. It's I started about uh, almost it's almost a year old, and the website has been a great place. You know, I used to just do through my Gmail stuff, and it was just so messy. Now. Uh, people can get, get a hold of me through tilecoach.com. Okay. And it's it's really helpful. It's it's good place to get a hold of me. Excellent. All right, Isaac. <laughs> well, you have a beautiful day. Uh, are people invited to the mud off with you and Joe Lima? Is that a is that going to be or you don't know yet? Um, you don't know. We, the- yeah. Well, we're going to do actually we're going to do it at my shop here. And so we could probably fit about 20 guys. So I'm hoping some of the local Sacramento guys are going to show up. We can't accommodate everybody, but um, and we'll see how this one goes. If if this goes well, maybe we do it at another uh, bigger venue. So yeah, um, it's all about promoting the trade. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and and creating that brotherhood. You know, one of the things that you you told me on the phone, you're like, it's something different. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's change it up. Let's mix it up a little bit and yeah. and, and have fun with it. You know, and and. and that, that creates that team. So, all right, Isaac, I'll let you go for real. <laughs> right on, Luke. Hey, love you, brother. We'll uh, see you on the next one, huh? Appreciate it. Talk soon. All right. All right, Tile friends. Well, if you want to stay in touch with all things Tile Money and not mit- risk missing out on what we have going on, go ahead and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. You can do that. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. You can go to tilemoney.com and find the link. We typically email that out on Thursdays and give you a recap of the week with some business nuggets. Uh, Go ahead and do that, Tile Friends, and I hope you're staying positive out there. Uh, We're winding down the year here in 2021. Happy happy Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and all that good stuff. I hope you're staying positive wherever you are in the world, and I hope you're doing well. And above all else, Tile Friends, please stay! Profitable tile friends. We'll talk to you next week. Over and out.